This is the Visceralist Podcast, episode 121. 121. Let's see. If you squeeze the two, the, the ones together, mash them up on the two, then you flip it over on its side. What does that give us? Sort of looks like a, might be like an Egyptian hieroglyph. Okay, visualist at gmail.com, <laughs> Instagram, Patreon, all that good stuff. Uh, let's get right into a uh, much beloved segment, uh, Trifling in NYC. Um, I have, I, I go to my notes app because I keep, keep records of uh, trifling stuff. I have here, oh, this one's real bad. Uh, mm about how my headset cable got sort of tied up with my power cord of my laptop. And it took like um, a surprisingly long amount of time to get them untangled. <laughs> so that's not great. Uh, I also have in here uh, Reddit Keenan. So this one is, is kind of funny. So uh, for the first time ever, I actually put Reddit to good use. Um, in and I in that I got I used the wisdom of the crowd to get me something. I've been trying to track down this one Saturday Night Live sketch uh, for a really long time, maybe the last three or four years. Like I, it popped in my head, like, oh yeah, that sketch is really funny. But I only remembered like a really basic chunk of it, which was. Keenan Thompson was sort of hosting something, maybe like a chat show. Um, and can you turn your volume down just a tad? Um, just a second. And so he was hosting something, and he was looking at straight at the camera, and he was getting into it. And then for some reason, he looked off to the side like he was talking to a producer that was off camera. So you couldn't see or hear what they were saying, but he could. And he was, and it's something about, uh, there was a mouse backstage and he's like, uh, don't tell, uh, what's up with this mouse. And he started talking about the mouse for like a surprisingly long time. So that's all I remembered. And, uh, I've been on the, there's a, a subreddit devoted to Saturday night live. And I've been checking in on that every now and then it's pretty good. Pretty good community there. Um, so I was like, hmm, put my thinking cap on and then put my typing fingers on. And I write, wrote, wrote the, out basically just what I told you there. And I was like, can anyone help me track this down? Does anyone know what this is? Do they remember it? And I think it's from like 2010, maybe 2010 to 2014 range. And within like three hours, someone responded with just a link to... <laughs> the sketch title is Disco Booty Junction. That's the real sketch title. That's the sketch title. Like I had put in <laughs> search terms like Heenan host mouse. Like I, and I had done, I would do this on and off. Like I mean, now, I feel like that should have come up with some decent results. You know, yeah, I put that in YouTube search. I put it in regular Google search, Google video search. I even tried Bing. 
Um, like I, I've been really <laughs> aggy about trying to track this down and, um, yeah, sure enough, it's a link and the, the premise is it's, um, like a seventies, um, almost like, um, oh, what's that show Don Cornelius hosted? Soul Train? Soul Train, yes. It's sort of like that. And, uh, he, at the very beginning, he is actually, he's doing an intro. He's like, we got some great guests, but we can't get some gosh dang Nilla wafers in my green room. And then he's like, oh, what's that? Yeah, I know about the bounce. Oh, his back? Oh God. Did you see it? No, don't tell me. Well, how big was it? No, no, no. Don't tell me. Ew. Is that big? Ew. <laughs> And he's making some really good faces too, so oh, it's pretty I'm funny. Sure some some great Keenan some Keenan faces, right? Keenan eyes, yeah. So <clears throat> thanks to the you know, the user I, I should probably shout them out here, but I'm blanking on it on, on it was, but yeah. So it, it actually works. First time Reddit has worked in my favor. So I appreciate that. Uh before we started recording, we were talking about there was this incident where I feel like someone might have been breaking into or trying to break into uh, the entrance of my apartment, like the street level entrance. Uh, I was coming home late, just a few years ago, coming home late, and uh, looked like someone was kind of jimmy, trying to jimmy the lock open, like downstairs. Mm-mm-mm. And so I stayed across the street. Like I, and and as I'm telling this, I'm like I'm not entirely sure how I was able to determine that he was doing that, but it wasn't someone I recognized from the building. <laughs> He looked like he might be kind of drunk. And then I do remember that after a few minutes, I was like, what am I going to do? I don't want to deal with this dude. Um, Someone, someone, someone opened the door from the inside of at the building next door to me. And they poked their head out and they looked over and they saw him. And then they, Hey, they sort of signaled over to him and then he went over there. So he, he just, uh, he okay. had gotten the wrong I think he was actually I saw him like buzzing a bunch on my unit he was buzzing a bunch of buzzers and then he was like I think he was actually grabbing the gate like the grate uh, on oh. my door and sort of shaking it I think that's what he was doing <laughs> it like he was really trying to get in and then that's a, that's a little much I would yeah say. yeah grabbing the grates so what do you make of that have you ever encountered Anything like that? Um, I mean, you lived time. in some really big—I mean, big buildings that has like the. It wouldn't yeah, really like the big make buildings. It's it's hard. I don't even bother. But there was man when I uh, was living on the north side in Williamsburg. There was this one time where I used to I used to live on the second floor, and you could you know you need the key to get into the front door, and then you needed a key to get onto the floor. And then the unit that I was living in was like, basically you get into the floor and you walk straight and then you turn left and you go down the hall to go to everyone else. But mm-hmm. before you make that left, basically my unit is right there. So then I would go in there. So I do remember coming in um, one day. One day. I don't, man, how did this story end? And there were like a bunch of... Uh, 
people like waiting on the second floor or did they come behind me? I don't know, but whatever it was, I didn't feel comfortable like going in. Right. Right. (laughs) It was like a bunch of people. I didn't know who they were. I was like, eh, because at the time, not, not too many people lived there. They were just sort of like hanging out on the landing. So I just kept walking up. Like I wasn't, I didn't live on the second floor. (laughs) Right. But there's only, there's only like. Welcome home, old old man. (laughs) Now you live here, right? Right. This is your home. Gotta get over here. Yeah. It was like, I don't know them. I was like, okay. So maybe they're here to see somebody because they're, they're the only way you open that door. Um, is either with the key or if you're in your apartment, you have to walk from your apartment and physically open the door. There's no buzzer for that door. I was like, all right, so maybe somebody uh, is is like coming for them. Or, oh, you know what? No, no, here's what it was. I didn't okay. do it there. I walked. So they were waiting there, right? And I uh, opened that door. And I'm like, man, all these people are like, and they waited for me and they started walking behind me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not just going to go straight into my apartment, right? <laughs> my apartment was right there. And they basically could have just like pushed me in and <laughs> I <laughs> yep. done, what, done whatever. So I turned the corner like that's not my apartment uh-huh. and then keep walking. And in this building, so the two, there were two buildings that are side by side. And you can actually, I guess because they were old factories, you could walk between the buildings. There's like this little walkway. Okay. So I walked down the long hallway and then you either turn right to more units or left and you go the walkway and walk to the other building. And basically that's what I did because they kept walking too. And I was like, I don't like any part of this. Yeah. I just walked, turned left, went to the other building, I think. And then I just like went back outside. How close, like, how close behind you were they? Like, 10 feet? Less? Yeah, less than that. It was, like, five of them, and I I wasn't feeling comfortable about it. Right. Yeah, that, hmm. was, that was the closest I got to anything like that. But, yeah, that was... Yeah, where the, man, where my the heart fuck was, does I mean, this dude live? Fast. Does this dude not remember where he lives? <laughs> He's just walking, walking around the maze. Why is he, it was really stressful. I was like, "What do I do? What do I do here?" I like, why, why is he whistling like that? You know, is he scared? <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, it was at that point. I did have a cell phone, but like, oh, this was your first, your first place in Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, so that was, place. Okay. And that was like when, like, not too many people were around. Like the, like. There were only residents living on two floors of that building, two out of four, right. I think. And then, like, not even, like, all the apartments were really occupied. It was just a lot more empty than it is now. So it's right. Like, uh... <laughs> just do the old keep walking trick, and I just walked yeah. through the other building. Does this guy actually live here? We're sure he lives here, right? <laughs> rob this dude. Doesn't know where he's going. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> they start getting annoyed at you, like, uh, "Sir, do you live here? Maybe you shouldn't be in here." 
Maybe you shouldn't be in here. Do you know where you're going? Hey, man, hey. You need some help finding your apartment? Why don't, you, why don't you come over to our place? We can hang out, talk it over. The game's about to come on. Oh, man. That's rough, yeah. Yeah, that one was, was stressful. If I had like seen them from like somehow from the street, I would have done that too. What you did sort of this like sat back. Yeah. <laughs> Let it play itself out. Right. Uh, well, well, speaking of letting stuff play itself out, uh, let's get into, uh, our Falcon and the Winter Soldier review. Uh, we got episodes three and four to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I'd like, I think we should make some, cause episodes five and six will be the last one. So I think we can make some oh, predictions. Man, really? I didn't realize it was that quick. Yeah. They're only doing six. So we can make some predictions at the end of what we think, where we think it's going to go. Uh, but yeah, let's get, let's get right into, uh, episode three. So this is the one was, was big, their big, big boy partying with, uh, with Zemo. <laughs> I, uh, you know what i love i love these like outlaw cities and outlaw countries and movies like this i, mm-hmm. I love them I love, it's like, just, like what, what do you like about them it's just oh you know what it is man i just started watching something too it's essentially like these like a pirate city you know like in the old days in the days of pirates like nassau bahamas was like the pirate capital it was like, this is yeah, yeah. What is this that? Is like, what do you mean? Like that's where pirates could hang out and sort of free of persecution, like that? Is that um, sort of? They sort of made it like their own, um, like port of call after you know the English stopped paying them as privateers. Okay, and, and they turned. Then you know they need to make some money, so then they left. Uh, what's it called? Port Royal and sort of set up shop in Nassau. Damn, you know a lot about this. Um, <laughs> well, I just started watching that thing on Netflix. Plus, this is Wait, essentially like, um, it's like, it's like a pirate dramatization. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. what's it called? I don't know the name. I'll, I'll find the actual name and send it to yeah, you. Send but me then that. It's, it's also kind of based off of like the same, after watching like episode one of that, I see that, essentially black sales is based off of that story okay black yeah i've heard like of that the, yeah fiction version of that yeah so they sort of like set up this um like pirate republic in nassau and they have like the kind of like own little pirate democratic government interesting um, and rules but yeah this is like you know i like these outlaw places and they're in all shows like this you know you go to like this lawless land i don't even yeah. remember what this one was called it's called uh, madripoor yeah, I like I like trips to these places, and then the good the good guys are always like the fish out of water. They don't know how to act in here. <laughs> Bad guys like just follow my lead. Come on. Yeah, I will say it was a standout scene. Them going to Madripoor with Zemo. Um, back backing up a bit, uh, you know when they the, the they did the breakout uh, scene, which is sort of like uh, done in media res sort of in that Bucky's sort of talking it through as it's, we cut to it's happening. Like I was a little confused 
how it happened, actually. It seemed a little too easy because he, sh- so Bucky shows up at the cell, uh, Zemo's cell, and then, like, it seems like a minute or so later, he's outside the cell somehow, and he's able to sort of use a guard, like, take a guard's uniform and create a diversion uh, and escape. But, like, how did he get out of the cell in the first place? It didn't show, like, Bucky breaking the, you know, the glass or anything. Like, or did you, ca- yeah, did you catch um, it? It looked like everything hinged on, and there was something hidden in one of those books. And right. I don't remember how like, oh. that was the whole starting point, but it I was, don't remember how he got the thing. It was a key card that I guess Bucky had somehow previously sent him a book as a gift. I guess he's allowed that. It seems like that he, he had this like international supervillain in a cell. Someone sends him a book. It seems like you rough, ruffle through the pages before you give it to him, <laughs> but I guess not. Uh, disrespect. Yeah. Would be disrespecting his rights or something. <laughs> it's a foreign international, but uh, yeah. So, all right, it's not made clear. They had obviously for story purposes, they had to get him out somehow, and they're not going to yeah. like. I mean, that break like him out else was clear. It's just like that first, the big first step was how he got out of his cell. Yeah, was, <laughs> and that's was the, very unclear. It's a key part too, because it's not like Sam and Sam and Bucky are quasi government agents. <laughs> right. They can't like, just, I mean, they probably could just get to smashing and like, but I mean, they're just, you'd be criminals. I mean, they're sort of criminal anyway, you know, as, as of episode four, like the way they escorting this dude around to his chicanery, but we'll get to that. Uh, uh yeah. By the by the way, how come there's nobody really looking for them? <laughs> I mean, and looking, for, and looking for Zemo. It is oh crazy. God. Yeah, so Zemo. <laughs> so somehow, Cap, Cap, Fake Cap, and Double Bucky know where they are. To so they can track them down, but the, like that's it. Like them and the Dora <laughs> Milaje seem to be it. Right, like nobody else is looking for Zemo. There's like, oh well, we lost him. Ah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'll show up doing some bad stuff soon enough. We can just try and recapture him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, so there's this thing where people. I don't know. Did you watch the last season of The Mandalorian? Yes. So, spoiler alert, people. <laughs> um, so, Luke Skywalker shows up at the end, right? Yeah. And people are saying that, I guess this has been a casting rumor thing in in the past. I had never heard of it before that episode. But people were like, they expecting Sebastian Stan to be cast as the young Luke, Luke, because he sort of looks like him. I'm not sure where people are getting this, that Sebastian Stan looks like mark hamill did in the 80s i don't really see it do you, do you um i've seen some side by sides where they look similar but i don't but not back then i think as mark hamill got older oh like if so like if what 90s mark where hamill? sebastian is now mm-hmm. and then i guess fast forward mark hamill's face to that age <laughs> Hmm. I don't know, but I've seen some side by sides where they, where it's like, okay, I could see that work. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, he. Uh, so they break him out, 
And then they go to Madripoor because they got to find a guy who can get the super soldier serum. Oh, yeah. So this all so the main crux of this is and I guess the main this is the main plot of the series now is the Flag Smashers want the super soldier serum or, or they apparently have it. And so our heroes need to figure out where they got it and shut all that shit down. And Zemo is on board because he's against super soldiers, period. Right. And, and then, that, and that's basically what's driving the plot now, um, which, you know, going into Falcon and the winter soldier, you know, I, I had no clue where they were going with the plot. I kind of was, I kind of hoped for something be- a little better than this as, as the main oh, crux. Really? It's not really doing it for me. To be honest, um, it's still decent, and it's a good show. Not, I wouldn't say great, but I, I maybe my expectations were too high. I was really hoping for like some, you know, the Winter Soldier movie, uh, like that level of like you know double dealing and intrigue and double crosses. Wow, okay. Yeah, and we're not really getting that. Um, no, not so I, I don't know. What do you, what do you think of? this like track down this super soldier serum as, as the main crux um, of, of everything. I think, it, I think for me, it works. They definitely needed something. And I, um, I also realized that just based on Falcon and winter soldier, and it's like, well, I guess they aren't going to have any like real, um, super powered superheroes. Like, so right. I, I accepted that going in, just figuring that it wasn't going to happen. And so I think part of that was, you know, by me tempering my expectations, I've been fine and just sort of accepting it as more like, almost like a, uh, just like an adventure, almost like cop drama type of show, mm-hmm. um, which I've I've actually really enjoyed it. The cop drama. Much oh, more interesting. than I enjoyed it. Uh, Man, I just was about to call that whole show Scarlet Witch WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of which, there was a moment in, in the Mad Rapport scene where um, there was a... It's, this has become known as, around here as, you're the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> now you're the Scarlet Witch. There was a moment like that here where it's like someone says, oh, okay, hey, how's it going, Smiling Tiger? Like, I think it was the bartender... Yeah, <laughs> because essentially, yeah. So Anthony Mackie or, or Sam is posing as some guy called the Smiling Tiger, who apparently is a real in the comics is a, a villain uh, in in this universe, um, and he dresses pretty flashy. Uh, and yeah, and there's that line where he's like, "Why you got me dressed like a pimp?" And then Zemo's like. Uh, only in America would someone assume that a fashion-forward black man is a pimp. Now, fashion-forward is, a, I gotta say, a bit of a stretch for this outfit that Sam Sam was wearing. <laughs> I mean, what? So, what does fashion-forward mean? Like, people are gonna be wearing that in the future? Like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It was it was just a lot of print. But I mean, I will say, I, I know, I believe I texted this to you, but I, I like the addition of Zemo to this little team. He helps a lot <laughs> with their banter, man. Like he does. The three of them, this three-way banter is is top notch. 
Yeah. <laughs> it is. Did I? Yeah. Let's see if I got any quotes. Yeah. So they're on the plane. They're talking about Trouble Man by Marvin Gaye. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you got to yeah. listen to Trouble Man. And Zemo was all with it. Like, yeah, Zemo was fully into it. <laughs> like, what? Which album is that? I'm not even clear that I've listened to it all the way through, I guess. I know I have not. Um, but I do remember seeing it it's, the first it. time when they first talked about it. I was like, man, yeah, if Mackey Dog, maybe I'll go listen to it. But um, yeah, I, I really like the addition. I, you know, I'm all in for this idea of the uh, the criminal coming along and teaming up with the good guy. Mm-hmm. I, I like that stupid setup like it's a it's a common setup but i yeah. always enjoy it yeah it's like <laughs> man well this this show is yeah it's hitting all your uh, sweet spots i guess in terms it is. of content yeah. you enjoy I, I gotta say that like so they're so they're team up with with Zima, and and i do like it um i i like that actor who plays um who plays zemo uh so so the thing is though like they do threaten him a lot like mm-hmm. you know, like we're gonna take you out if you if you're out of line, parts partner, and and all this. But they're so clearly empty threats, and I guess he does kind of like respond. Like he knows they're empty threats, and he he sort of plays with it a little bit. But it was getting a little annoying that they're constantly like, don't don't stop fucking around like that like that vibe. Yeah. Um, and you know when Sharon Carter comes in um to help out and track down the scientist guy uh you know there's a there's a funny i wrote down some quotes that i think sam said he said he can't run in these heels when they're trying to escape from uh (laughs) that's right and i you know i wish i had seen them i must have been some kind of heeled boot that he was wearing i think it was yeah um which you should be able to run in heels, dude. You're a pretty highly trained, uh, you know, government op type dude. You can run in, in heels. Anyway. I would agree. Uh, but I wrote, yeah, okay, so so here we go. I wrote down this note. I said, hero, st- hero stories have a certain momentum to them where, they're, you know, they're, they're driving forward. Uh, but why don't I'm, I? I had a thought. I'm not sure why this popped in my head, but I wrote down why don't they just give up and settle down? <laughs> because I'm like, man, they are really going through a lot of shit. <laughs> why don't they just give up and, and settle and, down? And, <laughs> so I'm like, I was just thinking, like, I think it was just I like, caught Sam some shot of Sam's face where he's just like, God, like he, I'm like he looks so drained, and I'm just like, you know, you could just like. Just, just drop it like he you know in the episode one or two like they showed him you know with his sister and just trying to live a regular life and i'm like man you're flying all across the world with an international criminal like assassin criminal and you're getting shot at you know you're hanging out with winter soldier who you don't really like that much you really don't like zemo you know you're halfway across the world you know, you got to, you know, you got your sisters, you got this family, you got a couple nephews, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like it, it's, I, for, like, it's touched something in me where it's like, you right. Could, You're not getting paid. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's off, off the book shit. Yeah. yeah. It's really off the books. 
Like, what are you doing out here, Sam? You got you just gonna let your sister like completely collapse? You said you're gonna help her save the boat. You want to help her with that project, yeah. but you're not there. You're yeah. not there. Like, if, <laughs> what if? Yeah, and I maybe I was just thinking like, what if? Because I and I guess it's more so with Sam because Winter Soldier, like, he lives for this shit. Uh, but with Sam, I'm like, what if Sam was just, you know what? I'm sort of gaming out or picturing this scene in my mind where it's like he's just sort of raises his hands up. He's like, you know what? I'm done. (laughs) Handle this on your own. And like, it would probably work itself out. You know, this this crew of Carly and the the Flag Smashers, you know, there's only like six of them or or something. Like, they'll they'll probably, they're they're not going to win. There's there's not that many of them. Like, yeah, I well, I don't remember what episode that happens in, but I guess I'll bring that up later. But going back to Sam and the giving up part, like, right, like how long is his sister going to wait? So they didn't get the loan that they were looking for. Yeah. So what's stopping her from following through with her plan to sell the boat? Like, and he's not there. Oh, that's right. He's not helping. Like, why isn't she? He's not communicating with her. Yeah. <laughs> he's over in Madripoor <laughs> playing dress up. Like, why is it? Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, at one point, she's just gonna be like, "Well, I gotta move on. I need, to, I need this money, so I'm selling, I'm selling the boat, and I'm out." You know, I, I had completely forgotten that that was uh, a thing, like, like a plot point yeah. or a story beat. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's and right, and it's, and it's not like he's gonna come back with a suitcase full of cash after he like does whatever he needs to do with the flag smashers. No. He's still gonna come back with no money. He's gonna be coming like- back asking to borrow money from her. <laughs> all because all of his clothes have bullet holes in them, <laughs> he's gonna need a new set of a new wardrobe. Oh, yeah, man. like I I don't know, but I did note. So I got here. Zemo does the sandwich maneuver in the shipping container. Now I don't know if you recall. Our I don't know what this means. I'm supposed to hear this. <laughs> uh, we did a, zo- a zombie escape plan episode uh, okay. with Zombie Boy. Actually, shout out Zombie Boy. Um, it was the one where you're in the Oscars green room with bodyguards. <laughs> Oh yeah. The, yeah. the sandwich maneuver is where you have one bodyguard in front of you and one behind you to protect you from the zombies. But I noticed that as they were getting into the secret part of the shipping container, Zemo sort of very carefully and subtly went, like got himself between Sam and Winter Soldier <laughs> as they were going up into this presumably dangerous area. Like he sort of su- subtly, just so you know, I got okay. I got these two guys that are about you know they're about that action, boss. And, and so let me just get between them so I don't really have to. In case anyone's, we get up there and the bullets start raining down on us. Fucking shower posse's hiding up there. Um, That's pretty good. So yeah, he's a clever, I did not clever notice guy. That, but yeah, like he, you know, he is all about self-preservation. He knows what to do to survive. Yeah. So we have that. We have the the fight scene with Sharon Carter, where she's beating up these, you know, hired goons. Uh, that was there's some good fight choreography there. I'll it say. was, and and then there was the scene in the in the bar as well, uh, where Bucky. Um, there's some pop locking. Oh right, 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 yeah. He had to pretend to be still brainwashed. 
listen to their directions. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. That's why. Yeah. So, you know, that's groovy. I, I, I only have a couple of other notes. I want to get to this one. So this is, we're introduced to this character, Danya Madani, yeah. who has uh, some relationship with uh, with Carly, as we see. <clears throat> but that that name reminded me of this this name, Tommy Badanyeva. <laughs> uh... Now you're not going to know who that is. Because... <clears throat> <clears throat> wow, excuse me. Um, uh, so Tommy Badanyeva is a nickname is, is that uh, my college buddies and I had for, for two people. <laughs> uh, one of them is we saw a local news report about this deli in New York that was, um, had gotten some E. coli complaints or something. Mm-hmm. And because uh, yeah. And they interviewed the owner of the deli and and he was trying to give some bullshit excuse. And so we just nicknamed him Tommy Badanyeva, which is um, uh, we got Tommy from we were playing a lot of virtual tennis at the time, which has real life tennis uh, pros. And so we combined Tommy Haas, who is one of the characters you could play as in the game with okay. Anna Badanyeva, who's um, I think like a Russian uh, a Russian tennis player on the women's tour. So we just came up with this name. We nicknamed this deli owner who we didn't know. We just called, called him Tommy Badanyeva. And that sort of became our go-to whenever we saw someone do something real dirty. And so there was this, there is this, um, on our, on our dorm room, on our dorm floor, there were some u- units with, uh, with women. And we saw this one young lady go into the restroom like she basically she never washed her hands in the restroom so we would like see her come out of the stall go to this go to the sink look at herself in the mirror and then just walk out <laughs> so we started calling her tommy badanyeva too <laughs> she was just, we just found that kind of gross <laughs> so anyway that's, that's fair so anyway danya madani just, I just brought back all these memories. I see how that can bring you right back. Of there. Tanya, Tommy Badania, but yeah. So that's that's a, a way off topic. Uh, and then I just wrote down Maya Rudolph because I think in some shots Carly really looks like Maya Rudolph. Hmm. Just kind of with the cheeks and and a little bit Maybe. the nose, I have the freckles. Not about that, yeah, and the hair to some degree, but. Anyway, yeah, so we, we show that. I mean, you know, overall, I'd give the episode uh, probably probably a, a, a just, I'd say, okay, so as I'll, I'll give two ratings. Okay. One is as an overall good, like, show, like, show rating for that's, you know, I would use it comparing it to good shows across the board, you know, other shows. And on that rating, I would give it probably. You know, as an episode of television, maybe a six, probably a six. Uh, but I'll do a separate rating of just as an episode of this particular series. All right. Uh, I would probably give it an eight. Actually, like, I, yeah, I really like the Madripoor stuff. Um, and there's some really good fight choreography, which, you know, I, I really enjoy. So I don't know. Yeah. So what are your 
Some or did I did I miss anything? There's anything else for um, this one that stood out from this episode. I I don't think there was. You hit the main points. Um, there's still just this this looming character of the power broker. Power who broker. I guess is gonna ha- he's gonna have to do something in these last two episodes. Is it I confirmed mean, he keeps, that he keeps it's a guy? Carly. Okay, it's. I thought they had used he, but you're right. It's not. So yeah. So this is a thing. So he's threatening Carly over text, <laughs> like a jilted. Which sounds like like a yeah, jilted it's, it's... asshole ex boyfriend. Yeah, uh, and why is he doing this himself? Shouldn't he have like some lieutenant? That's yeah, sending the threats? there should be some mini bosses. In between him and yeah, he's 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 a little too hands on mm-hmm. with his uh, villainy, uh, but yeah. So his his so his deal is he was the one financing this this uh, the scientist dude. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. So he he's the one financing the scientist dude. He runs Madripoor, and I guess he had okay. plans for that for that serum, whether that be using it or selling it. But uh, yeah, he he had plans for the serum, and she stole the serum. Right. Okay. Well, that's interesting because how would how yeah how would her crew have managed to steal it in the first place? Because presumably they they didn't have those powers. I mean, did they volunteer to test it? Like, are they did oh. maybe they used to work with him? They volunteered. And then they ran off with it. Something kind of like that. They had, I think it's either this episode or the next one. Was this the episode where they blow up that building at the end? Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, they mentioned something, but I don't know how they exactly they got all of it. But they were in Madripoor. But I think it was like, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I do want to talk about that explosion too. I'm glad you brought that up because. That to me, like that felt kind of like shoehorned in, in order to make Carly like just straight, straight up evil. And I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't like it because of that, because her reasoning is kind of justified as we saw, you know, when Sam was talking to her in episode four and, and her, her methods, like they're fairly careful about not making like making sure innocent people don't get hurt. Uh they've been fairly good about that and yeah they have. To have her just like set off a car bomb where that she knew would kill people who were just tied up in a room that makes her a little bit too cartoonishly evil. You know, and then at the beginning of episode 4, which I guess we can segue into, you know, there's a news report that says, you know, one of the guys was a father of two just to really drive it home. Um, I mean, they were people who I guess were working at this global repatriation society and they were, I guess, hoarding food and supply, medical supplies, instead of giving them to the refugees that that don't like being called refugees, which I guess no one would really. But um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think of it? Are you you okay it, with her? It seemed like a, off it that? seemed like I'm not. It seemed like a big jump for her character because, like like you said, they they had been pretty careful not to generally hurt anybody. 
really just like stealing their stuff and maybe like punching people and knock people out but especially like quote unquote innocent people like those were just people that were working there exactly they weren't the masterminds behind like make sure you hoard all this stuff keep it in the safe like it wasn't them they were just there doing stuff and yeah it didn't yeah i i I didn't see the, I guess, like real motivation for her to do that. Mm-hmm. Except they just, the writers just wanted to make her like take a turn and see if they could make her like really bad. But then in the next episode, she's still like fairly regret, like kind of regretful about it. Yeah, she does seem to have some remorse. And I think, I think it's implied that because I believe in the same news report they reference that, you know, because this is attributed to the flag splashers and people, it's a big international news story. More people are going to be aware of the flag smashers and maybe drawn to their cause. And so I guess yes, they did. Yeah, it's framed as that that's her justification. Ultimately, um, is because they, they could have blown it up without killing people. They yeah, they could have um, set it off, set off a bomb in a you know unoccupied area just to get attention um yeah they uh they have uh yeah they're met i mean they clearly need more members um there's only like it's only seems like there's either six six of them in some scenes and four of them in other scenes and like 10 of them in the in the the big fight sequence in the warehouse um but we'll get to that so let's see here so yeah oh yeah so uh i believe the character's name is ao from wakanda she's in the dora milaje there's a quick flashback of them like the the means with which they were able to i guess unhypnotize or undo the the hypnotism that Bucky has, so that mm-hmm. the the code the trigger words no longer work. Uh, and yeah, and then so they show up. They basically say to Bucky, we're, "We've been tracking you," and the Zemo dude, who, as you'll recall, uh, was responsible for the death. Well, he uh, murdered uh, the king of Wakanda, uh, T'Chaka. And so, yeah, he needs to be in jail. We'll give you eight hours to do your, to play your little games over here, your little dress up games. Um, <laughs> play, play out your little buddy cop movie with your buddy yeah. uh, Sam. Have your little fun. Have your little fun. Yeah, have, yeah have your little fun. But we're, we're bringing him back to jail. Um, I I think that's what what they want ultimately, right? Because if they wanted to kill him. You know they're pretty talented. They could probably have broken him out of the jail too, and and just killed him, I guess. But they're okay with him being in jail, I, I assume. Right? Is um, that your read, or like, do they want to? Do you think they want to um, kill him? I thought they said give him to us, but basically they just. I think just as long as he is like incarcerated somewhere. Okay. He just, yeah. They just don't want him out loose. Yeah. So. So there's this weird scene or a weird line. So Sam, Zemo, and Bucky are hanging out at Zemo's place, trying to figure out 
what to do. Uh, and <laughs> this is really weird. Like Zemo tosses something at Sam and he says Turkish delight. And it was, it struck me as really weird because I was like, first of all, I didn't know what it was that he tossed. So I, I was like, it, it, it seemed like a white, something in a white wrapper. I was like, is this a joint that he just tossed over to Sam? And it with some, like some weed that's called Turkish delight in it. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. expects him to like start smoking. I'm like, what is this? What's going on? What did he just, yeah, I was... why did you do this? What is this Turkish delight? Why are you saying it all weird too? It's smiling. Yeah, Why are you I, smiling? It was it was real weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And someone just tossed something at me and said Turkish delight and kind of winked at me. Like I'd be like, oh no, you get this off of me. What's going on yeah. here? And and I mean I was under the impression that he was just like throwing him a bag of drugs, but Yeah, I know, thought it was it was it was candy. Isn't I think, <laughs> I think that is a nickname for like either heroin or hashish or something i believe so too turkish delight (laughs) give it a go (laughs) tosses him over like a like a spoon and a syringe (laughs) yo you're gonna need this buddy (laughs) oh you you haven't tried heroin uh, oh you got to it's awesome (laughs) try that turkish delight oh okay yeah i didn't like yeah it is just like a little a little candy, apparently. I did not know. I think I'd always just associated it with drugs. Yeah. Um, I mean, anyway, yeah. And I did l- a chuckle at this moment. So there's a line that Bucky said where he's like, don't, he's like, don't let Zemo get to you. He's just going to do that stupid hel- head tilt thing and, and say something to you to get, to get under your skin. And for for whatever reason, I I liked him saying "stupid hell t- head tilted" because Zeno's head was tilted at the time, and then he uh, noted it, what he said, and then he straightened his head up. Yeah, that that shit was weird. And then he he used it later on in the episode to bribe those kids for information, right? Just like and and that was super creepy. None of those adults tried to intervene. Yeah, they that was like, really yeah. weird because. Like, the one, the one. So they go to the refugee camp. They've able to track down Danya and Madonna, and so yeah. So, like when, so it's they split up, and when either Sam or Bucky approaches anyone, they just walk away without saying anything. Yeah, but for and, whatever and, reason, and, this other dude who's yeah. clearly an outsider walks up on these kids, these kids who are playing, and pulls something out of his pocket, starts giving it to him. And they're cool with that. Like there were adults uh, near there. They're cool with that. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah, I'll be goddamned if I let some, someone come up to my kid, pull pull out a bunch of candy, wink at them, and say Turkish delights, <laughs> and yeah, then it was it was go so for strange. it, kids. That's literally the thing. Don't take candy from strangers. That's that's the whole yes. thing. <laughs> I so guess because f- he was like speaking in a different language. I'm not sure what language. Was he speaking their using. language? I think so. Oh, I guess he must have been. Yeah, or maybe not. I, I don't know, but it just didn't make any sense because they were so protective and 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 so insular about everything else. But let Zemo <laughs> stroll through with his Strolls bag of candy, in, cr- uh, like, <laughs> with two stepping no up problem. in there with the bag of candy. Yeah, and. And man, this is when I was like, Sam, like, wh- where did your people skills go? He walks in like 
looking all scary. Hey, hey, excuse me. Like, just... <laughs> Just come in and be a little softer. Like I don't know what his deal yeah. was either. <laughs> yeah, he walked in with his eyes like kind of his hard eyes when he, and he's like, "Yo, hey, yo, you don't get your ass over." No, okay, he wasn't. It wasn't that far, but yeah. And it's interesting too because yeah, his people skills. That was the whole point of this like thing is to to track down Carly <laughs> and reason with her using, using his people skills. He's just like strutting, strutting up in there, like he owns the place. Uh, and then I don't even think Bucky even tried to talk to anybody. He's just wandering around. The yeah, complex. he's just wandering around aimlessly, just checking Instagram on his phone. But yeah, so okay, so they ha- they have the talk with with uh, Carly. Sam's like Sam is able to convince, you know, fake Cap. Big Cap and Double Bucky show up and yeah. come in all brash, braggadocio, and and etc. And Sam is able to convince them to just hang back for a little while. Let me try to reason with her after the uh, after Tommy Badanyeva's uh, funeral service. Uh, and he is like, I actually did. I don't usually find these types of scenes in in Marvel product uh marvel content i don't usually like them that much i don't hate them but for whatever reason i did find this one pretty good like his conversation with her was affecting and he i i actually kind of was buying into that he was you know he was sort of on her side to a degree yeah um now he did lie to her (laughs) right off the bat by saying I came alone, like, like the other three people were right outside the door. <laughs> like it's they were right around right. the corner or something. So that wasn't a good move. And it is surprising that her flag smasher buddies kind of left her alone. Like they seems like they're pretty good at like, you know, keeping an eye on, on people and, you know, having, having backup plans and shit. So I'm surprised that, they kind of just let him stroll in and, you know, we're sort of taken by surprise by the, you know. Yeah. The security was a little lax, I would say, which was, uh, it gives me questions about this, this group, <laughs> about how really prepared they are yeah. to do anything. Yeah. Um. They definitely seem like in over their head. Like, and it's, it's interesting. Like when they're introduced, they're presented as like, you know, they're taking over two semi trucks in as they're speeding down a highway. Like, Oh shit. These yeah. guys got the connects. They got the, they got the strategies. They got the tactics. Oh shit. But, but like these last couple episodes, it's like, they seem like just like some sort of like Eagle Scout crew that like went off the grid and kind of is fending for themselves. That's a great, yeah. Their introduction was like, Oh shit. Like what are we going to do about this? Yeah. (laughs) Calling the seal team six on these motherfuckers. Yeah. And now they're just like, (laughs) <laughs> like this it's like, it's like you this. and you and me could beat them up <laughs> yeah <laughs> if we had like a week to prep on them we could we could take them down <laughs> i know she's got the serum in a fanny pack i'm like what, what is that <laughs> no that fanny here? pack was trifling <laughs> was, that was fashion backwards <laughs> literally oh oh man 
Yeah, it was. So what? Yeah, what was your take on that? That the the Sam and Carly talk scene. I thought it was good. I I think Sam was he was definitely making headway, and I think if you know, fake Cap didn't have ants in his pants, like she she may have agreed, you know, to stand down a little bit, or they may have come up with something else. But it seemed like he he was gonna get her to stop at least killing people and maybe give him the super serum, the super yeah. soldier serum. Yeah. It seems like, yeah. And, and again, going back to what I was saying about, you know, Sam in the last episode, like she seems pretty weary by all this too. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, for her too, it's such a crazy uphill battle that she's got ahead of her. Like you could almost say that like, if he's like, look, give us the super serum, give all the super serum. Uh, definitely stop killing people and, you know, I'll let you go. You can go set up shop wherever you want. You just got to lay low and, and stop this. Cut it off now, you know, quit while you're ahead, basically. Right. And it seemed like she might even go for that. Cause she's really young too. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they, uh, yeah. It seemed like she was like right on the edge of just saying, okay, yeah. well, what do you think we should do then? And like, yeah, before then, like Agent Ronald Reagan comes partying oh in into gosh. Grenada. This guy is so annoying. He's very unlikable. I guess they're trying to write him to be unlikable, and uh, if, they, yeah. if so, success. <laughs> like, yeah, there was. He sucks. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's to the point, but yeah, he just sucks. I mean, you know him. So there's there's some good fight choreography in the next scene, and. You know, double Bucky. You know, I, okay, fine. Since this is death scene, I'll give him his 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 flowers. <laughs> I hate that expression. Uh, so, Battlestar is is killed by by one of the flash smart, flash ma- flag smashers. And the weird thing is that everyone just stops what they're doing. It's like a record skip. Like they they look over, they see him looking slump. And probably dead. And everyone stops. Even the Flag Smashers stop. And where I'm like, wait a minute. You were just like, how many fucking fight scenes have we had where you were about to kill somebody? Like, or they were about to kill you. And like, this one, this one guy, like, there's actually an actual casualty. And like, you're surprised? You're surprised? (laughs) Um, like, Like, I guess for me, like, I don't know. I think it, it maybe they realized that was their like oh shit moment because shit, it was sh- Battlestar. That's, that's their shit got real moment. Like they're setting off car bombs. Yes. All all of that is very true, but like once you kill I mean, I don't even know what they're a part of, but like yeah, Captain America's was... sidekick. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. Like now now like it's for real, for yeah. real. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I think it just sort of all hit them then. But then, it, you know, it also, right, it just shows that they're still operating at an amateur level, like where somebody like that dies and everyone stops and looks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's like a kid who, like, is caught with their hand in the candy jar. Yeah, they just stop and yeah. freeze and they're like, oh. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, rest in peace. I, I, I will say... I think the writing on the show didn't really do a great job of making him making his death have 
a real impact, at least for me. Like the only thing I, I can remember is earlier in the episode, they're him and, and fake cap are hanging out and they're talking, they make reference to some mission that was in Afghanistan. That was really difficult. Um, and it's just them chatting, but, and I assume that's the scene that they wrote. They added in order to make him seem more likable or endearing, you know, Battlestar. Yeah, but it didn't. I mean, it didn't. Was, it fell flat for me. Yeah, and his death fell flat. He, I, I, I would agree. I don't think we had enough Battlestar like screen time or information for the death to really mean anything. Like he's, he definitely was better than like new cap and asshole cap so i did feel bad but i wasn't like i was like oh okay i was actually more shocked that like kind of how he died just like a super super soldier punch to the chest went flying into the pillar and then just like yeah that was surprising too (laughs) because it seemed like i don't know maybe not but it seemed like they've been hit by super soldier punches at least once or twice also he has like some good it looked like he has some decent body armor, like just kind of like, I guess he hit his head. Like, I think he hit the back of his head Ah, on the pillar that he was punched into. And I, I think I have that right. And I guess, yeah, that if you don't have a helmet on, like, yeah, that could do some real damage. Um, so there's that. I mean, we did see the scene where, uh, right after Zemo, uh, smashed up all the 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 serum vials except one. We see Fake Cap take mm. one. Now we later see him, I believe, uh, during the Flag Smasher fight. One of the Flag Smashers has a metal pipe. This might even be after uh, Battlestar died. He has some kind of metal pipe that he's trying to hit Fake Cap with. Fake Cap somehow grabs grabs it and is able to twist it oh yes and sam sees that and i think i guess they're trying to convey that he's already he's taken the serum himself yeah and he has super strength okay cool but is the serum it's just something you drink because i thought it you would have to be injected and i doubt he has like you know baron zemo's little heroin kit to 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 do that, inject himself right on the scene. Get that, get that real um, Turkish delight going. Yeah, get that yeah, American you, delight. You know, like <laughs> that 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 scene did make it like oh, okay. So he took the serum, but then in my mind, I was trying to also just piece together the timeline. Like, did he even have time to take this and have it be activated and like mm-hmm. go through? Yeah, they. I remember um, Carly and one of the other Flag Smashers they were talking about, like, do you remember how it felt? It felt like we were going to die. We didn't know what was going to happen. But um, Oh, wait. You're saying there's a scene where the Flag Smashers are talking about when they got the serum? Yeah, when they took it. Oh, I don't remember that. What did they say? Because then they were, they were, they said like, it felt like they were like burning from the inside and we're going to die. Huh. Um, uh, I missed that, I guess. Yeah, that was, I think that was just after they blew up maybe like because it was a scene and they were talking about what to do with the rest of the doses like should we create more people or whatever but um yeah like i don't 
I was trying to think because they had that conversation at the train station, right? And they were gonna were they gonna go home when him and Battlestar were at the train station? Oh, um, and Battlestar was like, "Yeah, if we had that super serum back then, we could have saved so many more people." Right? If we were super soldiers. So is that? So there was, yeah. So there's a quick fight where Cap barges in, yeah, and and Carly and the Flag Smashers do manage to escape at that point. Right? That's right, because she gets shot in the stomach. Yeah, and then yeah. So then there's the interim scene with the conversation and then we have the bigger battle with the flag smashers right then she goes and she gets the rest no 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 no. i'm sorry see now i'm getting a mix up in my mind because he already had did he have the serum at that point he did right when they had that conversation uh, yeah you, you know see I, i'm blanking on i don't think i have the timeline right either i, I don't know <clears throat> Well, yeah. Okay, he, he must have because must have. I he think he have. did say, "If you could take it, would you?" And I think <laughs> that's him. He must. He's, right. That's and, him. Contemplating. And Battlestar said, "Yeah, absolutely." I no, he did not say that. What? Oh God! What, what? he said was, <laughs> "Hell's yeah." Oh, okay. <laughs> Which I was like, I rolled again, another rolling my eyes so hard I fell off the couch moment. Uh... Okay, he said, so all that yeah. happened because that's something people Battle say. Yeah, that's something people are going to say in twenty twenty five or whenever this takes place. That's a good question. They, but hell's yeah, better not come back in twenty twenty five. I'm not having it. We can make it come back. Hell's no. <laughs> we can do it. We're 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 sticking with hell to the yeah, hell to the no. <laughs> we're not going plural hells. And then yeah, <laughs> or no, we're keeping that to the Kanye to the. Oh man, fair enough. <laughs> Hell's we can, yeah, we can keep Good it Lord. like that. Hell's All right, yeah. so let's get. So we got. So we did see that Baron Zemo. So the, oh, that's right. There's the fight with the Dora Milaje in Zemo's apartment. He manages oh, to yeah. escape. See, I'm getting my timetable all messed up because he didn't take it at that point. After that fight is one of the. Times mm-hmm. when he decides to take it, he got his ass whooped. Ass, ooh, they Tormalache <laughs> came through and worked them over. Oh, oh man, yeah, he, he got. They were handing out knuckle suppers, left, right, and center. Yeah, mm. and he—that's when he was like, and they weren't even super soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, he had that total wussified. <laughs> I, and I couldn't even. And they would. You saw. I'm still. I still got bruises. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, that <laughs> combined with your man saying "hell's yeah" is when he's like, "I need to take this right now. Like, I, I can't. I can't live like yeah, this." Yeah, you know, it's funny <laughs> as as Zemo was sort of edging his way into like his, I think his restroom to try to escape. It's funny, in that exact moment, I was like, dude, you're fucking crazy rich baron. Shouldn't you have some sort of, like, getaway submarine or something? And then, like, literally <laughs> a half a, a second later, it shows that he did go through some sort of, some sort of, like, oddly, he had, like, a manhole in his yeah. bathroom, and he was able to go through that to escape. So he's on the run. 
But it's just funny that I was thinking like he must have some sort of secret way of out, right? Right, just when you were thinking that he gets out. He huh? does get out, yeah. So he's on the run, and then at the very end we have uh fake cap uh brutal very brutally murdering um that was wow that was extreme that was rough too because uh, you know the flag smasher that he had pinned he was like i didn't do he's like what did he say something like i it wasn't me that killed your friend or something like with like tears in his eyes because he knew like he was holding it he was holding the shield um you know actually like um like iron man was in back in civil war right before he's about to uh oh no no like tony was right before he smashed the shield into iron man's chest his arc reactor so this guy this flag smasher dude knew what was about to happen <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and he's pleading for his life with this deranged uh guy d- playing dress up <laughs> playing army man dress up <laughs> about to like en- end his neck his his neck is about to be obliterated um that was brutal, and and because it took more than one hit too. Like I guess I would have thought if he's strong enough. I mean, to it really shouldn't have. decapitate him. <laughs> yeah, with the edge of the shield. But I guess his anger—he just kept going, you know. Yeah, maybe that's the oh, that's the crazy thing is maybe it did it did actually go yeah. through with the first one, and he just kept going. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. I ain't no disco booty junction. I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Booty junction. <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want none of that. Uh, oh man. Oh, so yes, yeah, and then was... you know we had uh, all the people who were taking video of the whole incident, and he's looking around all like I almost expected him to start going after the pe- the people who were crowded around him, like start snatching the cameras or start beating them up or something. Like he was enraged. He was seeing yeah, red. Like I, I would not have been surprised if he started. Oh, hey <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of was expecting him to start grabbing cameras, throwing the shield around. <laughs> <laughs> if he's somehow able to throw it in a loop to where yeah, it boomerangs off I, of everyone's head, <laughs> like those right. eighty people. You you act like that is like not a possibility in this Marvel universe. He like, <laughs> throws it, throws his shield in a circle, and it's just like boom, 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 knocking all the cameras out of people's hands. Or yeah, even better, it just knocks the cameras out of their hands. Yeah, <laughs> that would that would take some precision, which I guess a super soldier could do it. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was a good episode, you know. I don't know. What are you, what's your overall? What are your thoughts? What are you, you I like liked it? it. I like this one a lot. I, I like where they're going. Um, I'm glad that there's only two episodes left. So this oh, like, really has to come to a conclusion now. Yeah, I was sort of like, well, how long are we going to, you know, how is this cat and mouse going to end? You know? Right. Just to have. I'm glad you told. I mean, I guess I could have looked up that information, but I'm glad I know there's only two episodes left now. Um, and you had wanted to do some predictions, right? Oh, right. Yeah. So, so yeah. Let's let's get into that. Uh, hmm. I think we'll. So it seems obvious that we'll see who the power broker is finally, because Sharon is still in the picture, right? Um, 
And I mean, I, I did make a prediction early on that I think if we're going to get an appearance from anyone else in the MCU, uh, it could be old cap, which oh, it, which is, uh, right. which is sort of just wishful thinking on my part. And, mm, I'm trying to gauge the likelihood, probably pretty unlikely because if, St- if, uh, Chris Evans was on set, you know, I, I feel like even though I'm trying to avoid the, the spoiler game on this show, like, I feel like that would have come across my, my desk <laughs> at some point by now. It would have, uh, so, okay, fine. If I have to make some, some, some strong predictions, I would say Carly's going to die at some point. Mm-hmm. She's. I think it'll be one of those sort of cop out accidental deaths where she sort of, or maybe she'll. She. I already know what. Actually, I think I bet she'll sacrifice herself, maybe to, even to save Sam or something. Oh, even okay. though she just she just threatened his sister, but which isn't great. But um, yeah, maybe maybe she'll sacrifice herself to to. I to think protect. it's kind of an empty threat, to be honest. But. Uh, probably, but I mean, her sister is definitely very scared. You know, she does. She doesn't know. Um, so maybe she, I, yeah. So I'm going to say she sacrifices herself. That's how she dies. Uh, I'll say Bucky, Sam and Zemo live, survive through this. I, I don't think there's any mm-hmm. thought, uh, any chance that I, any of those three die. Uh, uh, and, uh, I think there's a, there's a decent chance that, um, that fake cap dies too. I don't see him. I, you know, what's he gonna? Is he gonna turn himself in? I think he. I think he actually will turn himself in. Huh. But because either that or or the super soldier serum is gonna drive him just completely insane. Oh well, yeah. So I don't. I don't know who is like. Hmm. If he's gonna face some kind of punishment, like who is in charge of him now? I mean, he will uh, definitely have higher ups within the military structure, but yeah, are, are are they gonna try to sweep it under the rug? I mean, it's pretty bad. Like he, they just have to pull him back in and be like, "No, you can't go out anymore." Yeah, but then yeah, like what's he gonna do? Just like he's gonna be a big part of the. I mean, he's a big character. He's gonna be part of the next two episodes. Yeah, um, it's true. All right, but I have okay. Those are mine. So, mine, so what do you what do you got? He dies. Oh, okay. But he redeems himself. I'm going to say that he sacrifices himself somehow. Mm, okay. Instead of her, and I think she lives, but maybe becomes good. She's she you know. I think Sam gets through to her somehow. Um. Okay. And she sort of maybe sees the light. Power Broker definitely comes into play at some point. Um, I'm trying to think if that would be an existing character. Who could it potentially be oh. that we already know? Um, maybe like a... Maybe someone... Uh, oh, you think someone from like an earlier MCU movie who sort of fell by the wayside and now they're bringing him back, him or her back? Yeah, could be yeah because it could it be, maybe yeah. even be someone who was good and was sort of corrupted by Madripoor or had to go on the run somehow, huh? That's a good good point. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, they're they're holding this so closely. Like, it's gonna. I hope that it's a good reveal and it's not just like 
Yeah. <laughs> what, wait, what is that guy? Dude. Maybe it was like, man, that agent we thought was dead. Um, oh, it really better not be Agent Coulson. Yeah, if it's <laughs> God. It turns out to be Coulson. Coulson's the power. I'm, I'm unsubscribing from Disney Plus if it, if it's him. <laughs> Coulson, we thought you were dead. No. no I'm here. back again, baby. Um, Hells to the yeah. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's going to be a good reveal. I think I th- I do think it's going to be someone we're already familiar with. Okay. All right. Okay. Um and and Sam's sister sells the boat. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get back. We got to go on the run. These flag smashers are after us. Let's get on the boat. Let's take the boat down down the Gulf. We'll, we'll set up shop in Tampa Bay. Whoa, oh, whoa, what boat? You got a boat? <laughs> you got you, Mr. Man? <laughs> okay, Mr. Boatman over here. Yeah, let's go down to the to the marina. You check out your boat. Does it got wings on it? <laughs> 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 yeah, because we, me and my kids needed to eat. <laughs> we and they don't like we needed good nutritious food. That costs money. Money, money, money. Um. <laughs> and I think that um, Bucky, I guess, will, you know, I think he's going to talk to his old friend and tell him what happened to his son at some point. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You th- Okay, so you think he will go back and own up to that? I think we have to close that that loop. I mean, the, it was such a big part of the first two episodes, and then we haven't gone back to it. Right. Oh, but Zemo did bring it up, because he said, he, remember he was looking at his little book on the plane, and he was like, who was this person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. I don't know how Bucky let him get his book. Like, I would have snatched like, that out of his... You don't get your... <laughs> Evil ass, grubby ass fingers off of my prized possession. <laughs> like Bucky only, like he only had so much stuff. Like how? Yeah. how does, like, yeah, we see. He saw his apartment. He, right. Like how does he let that little notebook get out of his out of his hands? And I like, believe that is actually Steve's notebook that he was using, and he gave it to him. I guess. Yeah. So that's extra right. special to him. Yeah, how like how did Zemo get that? What is like was Zemo just like, oh, can I see that? What you looking at over there, Sam? What's that tear running down your eye for? Let me get let me get that right quick. <laughs> you see, yeah, like, you see I, this metal arm? There's no way he should have. You want me to play sock puppet? Sock puppet with you with this arm? You don't want that. You better, that, show, you better never. Don't you, okay, arm. you know what? Don't even look at my book. Okay. I did like that when Adora <laughs> Melage detached his arm just by doing that like five finger touch. You know, okay, so points. that was pretty cool. I'm glad you brought that up because I was definitely looking at my phone in that very brief moment. So what did they do to his arm to get it to detach? It, it was basically just like a sequence of like pushes, like boom, 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 like real quick. Like on his elbow or what part of the arm? Uh, on, in the shoulder area, like where where it's like shoulder chest oh. where they had it attached. is just like she hit this sequence of like bam, 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 and his whole shit just fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that part. <laughs> his whole shit fell off. 
Because <laughs> I, I, I didn't go back and rewatch it because I was like, I don't want to rewind just for that. I'll, I'll just ask. I'll ask on the show. I'm glad you watched it. Okay, so you yeah. saw that. That is cool. That yeah, they should. They, of course, they should have something like that in case he starts getting out of pocket. Right. Yeah. They got backup plans. You know what? I I really I actually really like that Dora, Dora Milaje fight sequence. That might be my favorite from the whole series. That or the semi truck one. You really like? I'm I'm still not into the semi truck that much. Really. And I actually, you know, I'm still not into. I'm still just not used to Cap running around with this, with this pistol, with this gun. By the way, right. <laughs> so hopefully he like, yeah, gets rid of that. Got the gun on you know, his he's hip. A super soldier, but right. Uh, okay. Well, you know, we'll check back in. You know, episode one twenty two. We'll 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 see if we're uh, we'll see if we got oh, these yeah, predictions we'll right. All the answers. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but anything else? I think we um most of the stuff. No, I think so. Eat something green. Eat something green. Drink, drink your water. Oh wait, 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 wait! Whoa, I whoa. have whoa. put that water back. <sighs> so I haven't been watching through the end, but I have fast forwarding through the credits and leaving it on to see if there's any scenes. And I feel like a fool every episode because there are no credit scenes right. for this series. And and like Marvel, you got to make up your mind. Either you want to do them or you don't. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you know. Does ever does literally every Marvel movie have a a credits scene? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I've seen. I I, I well. Is it, I, I mean, I, I mean, that, I mean like, literally, really definitively. I'm not sure. I think it's possible that that they all do. I think they do. All of them. I think so. I mean, there's got to be one on this show eventually. Like, at least probably, like, after the last episode. It'll probably be after the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Just because WandaVision kept having them. So I expected it for this. Yeah. And now they don't have it. And And now I'm mad that they don't have it. See, I I can't can't win over here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, are you – I'm guessing you're watching on your – TV? Are you like rogue? Yeah, okay. so I just fast forward and like watch the little preview down at the bottom. Of yeah, comes up. yeah. I'm doing. I mean, I'm usually watching on my laptop, and I yeah, I it does. If you mouse over uh, on that little on the bar, it gives you the little thumbnail. Right. Uh, so that's what I've been doing at the end of these. Yeah, this is gonna be one. I mean, oh wait, wait, wait. what's your what was your Zemo prediction? I th- I think there's actually a good chance. I think that we've seen like he's not going to that actor isn't going to show up anymore. In the, I think oh, I think okay. like he got away and he lives to fight another day and he'll he'll pop up in a in a future MCU product. Uh, I th- I think that's what happened. I d- I don't think he'll be in episode five or six because now the story has shifted um, to where it's going to be more about fake Cap and and Carly. Yeah, and and it seems likely that they'll go back to Sam's sisters, like wherever she lives. I, f- I forget. Is it in right because Louisiana? that's what is set up? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, and also like he's like a pretty big actor too. So him, 
being in two episodes makes makes sense makes more sense to me than him being in four. Or I guess technically five, since he's at the tail end of episode two. He's a big deal, Daniel Bruhl. He can headline a movie. Well, can he? I don't know. Maybe. Certainly in Germany, he could. Yeah? I think so. I I think he's been... I don't know if he's been the lead in any American movies that I'm aware of, but he could certainly headline, top line an indie movie. Okay. Look into him. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Drink that water. All right. That's right. <laughs> this was podcast. Yeah.